So when Davidoff comes out with something special, the first thing we do is say, give it to us so we can smoke it. And when you have the brand ambassador with you, well, my gosh, you might as well be talking about it. You may have seen the Chef's Edition. This is the one for 2021. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Now, the Chef's Edition is something that comes out every now and again. This is about chefs getting together and saying, what is it when we talk about food that makes us think of a cigar? What are those kinds of flavors? What are those kinds of feels that we put into it? Shia Goldberg joins us right now, brand ambassador for Davidoff Cigars, maybe the only guy in America with a better job than me doing a show about cigars and bourbon. Good to see you. Good to have you here. Uh, this is a 7 by 48 Fingers would be doing his world-famous teehees, but he's busy shooting some video. Talk to me about how this cigar comes to market. You've done this before, the Chef's Edition. Talk to me about what this one's all about. Sure, yes. Uh, first off, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. And and yes, I would say it's, I like to say I have the best job in the absolute world. Um, second, of course, to you. Understood. Um, so the Chef's Edition is a project that started um, with us actually out of our home uh, in Switzerland. Um, the first year we did this was 2016, and that was the Gastronomique Edition. Um, basically what this is, is as you very eloquently described it, it's a collaboration between some of the, the most notable chefs in the world Generally, we select our, our chefs based on um, the newest Michelin star awards or top restaurants in the world. Um, and we're able to collaborate between four chefs, um, usually selected by us or in collaboration with one of the chefs. And then we take them and put them through the process through our master blenders um, and essentially take the, the inspiration and the vision and the expertise that they use to approach like a chef's tasting menu and apply that same thought process, that same philosophy, yes. to the blend development. Um, the gastronomy, gastronomy, gastronomique and the chef's edition for us is really about, as you put it, the perfect analogy between uh, the indulgences of fine flavors, uh, whether so that be food, about, cigar, spirits. You put this cigar together, these chefs come together and they, they kind of talk about it. And what do they like and what, what, maybe what's trending, what, what, what's interesting. Talk to me about the construction. What, how is this cigar made? What's in here? Sure. Um, so... Just back up just a little bit. Sure. Yeah, so the basically what we do is we really allow the chefs to really drive the ship with this. So you think about you know the developed palate of, of some of the best renowned chefs in the world, um, but we, they really drive the show. So generally with the chef's edition, you will get a more complex flavor profile, a deeper evolution of flavor, uh, and then our master blenders work with them to kind of refine that so it lives as a Davidoff. Um, this year for the cigar, we utilize tobacco from four different regions of origin. Um, the wrapper comes from Ecuador. It's a wrapper that we selected especially for this project. Uh, and then we utilize a, a mixture of tobaccos from the Dominican and Nicaragua in the filler tobaccos. Um, our farms, our factory, and a lot of our farms are concentrated in the Dominican Republic. So we always like to emphasize what we're able to achieve with Dominican tobacco. Uh, and then we incorporate some of the Nicaraguan to add a little bit of complexity. And then that's all rounded out with a binder that's also from Ecuador. So started smoking this, and as you know, the same rules apply whether it's the chef's edition from Davidoff or not. We break it down to first third, second third, and final third. Get your notebook out. What did you eat that day? What did you drink that day? Make sure you're keeping tabs on what's going on. We got a lovely little bit of fall weather, touch warmer, we thought, than we'd get for uh, late September in Indianapolis, Indiana, as we're here at Blend Bar Cigar. I, there are no reviews to look at on this cigar. We are the review right now. 
very often when I have a Davidoff, I always get a little bit of spice almost right off the bat. That's not what I'm getting. I feel in the mid-tongue there's this, there's this wood, there is this unique sweetness that's going on that I can't actually put my, put my finger on. But that wood, it's not grass. It's more of a wood and more of a luscious. That's where I'm at with the cigar. Fingers Malloy, you were doing some work. You were doing some, some video and things like that. You've just started smoking. Where are you at on this? Oh, well, I was about to say the same thing, but I am getting a little bit of spice off of this. But maybe it's because of the Funyuns I had earlier, but that's a whole different conversation for a different oh, day. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he, you want to talk about that's somebody who... with the palate? Yes, exactly. You want to talk about gastrointestinal. That's all Fingers Malloy all day. When you describe this cigar in the first third, what are the flavors that you, uh, talking to Shai Goldberg, brand ambassador for Davidoff, how do you describe it to people? I would say um, I would describe it very similarly the way you do. Um, it definitely is. Funyuns? Middle, yes, Funyuns, <laughs> pure and simple. Uh, it is kind of that middle to back palette initially, so you get that woodiness kind of right in the center. Um, I would say that I do detect a little bit of spice, both kind of like an oak wood spice, but also very subtle pepper. Uh, and then the flavor starts to move. Salty. Salty. That's, that's, where, that's where it is. When I talk about lusciousness, it's, it's, this, it's, it's wonderfully coating the tongue. It's doing, it's doing that job beautifully well. It, 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 it is. There is a little bit of salt that actually gravitates towards the tip of the tongue for sure. And yeah, and then you move into that kind of deeper flavor profile, those earthy notes. Um, as the cigar starts to get deeper into the first third, um, and I, last thing I want to do is spoil any surprises, but you should start to get a little bit of like uh, either dark chocolate or coffee, depending on the palate and the way that you sense it. Uh, and that's really what begins for me, the show that the chefs presents. Well, that's what I was about to ask you, you know, when you start talking about things like that is uh, what would be your go-to pairing with this stick? Um, so very particularly with this cigar, I have really enjoyed two things. Um, higher proof bourbons. Oh, with, are with you and fingers are long lost. <laughs> Long lost cousins, right there, um, with a prominent but not overwhelming corn flavor profile, and also a very subtle sweetness. Mm -hmm. I like that very much with this kind of enhancing that oak spice, and then finishing with a little bit of sweetness to contrast the bitter and the and the salty. Um, also, and this is where I lose a lot of people, um, but reposado and non sweetened añejo tequilas. Tequilas, like we did with the Sincoro a couple of months uh, back. Okay can see that you know that whole world of, of of a sipping tequila as opposed to shot tequila and rums becoming more and more prominent uh, I would not do a rum with this cigar there would be no that's to me that would be off base interesting that you went with something that will really fulfill that oak kind of component on on the bourbon and the añejos while I, I don't have the, the expertise maybe that you do that would seem like something that allows more of the cigar flavor to, to, to plow through as opposed to engaging a compliment. Right. Yeah, exactly. So with a cigar like this, especially, I mean, as you are smoking it initially in the release, I am also. I mean, I have maybe had four or five chefs since we've released them. Um, so when I'm really diving into the flavor profile of a cigar, when I pair it with something, it's really more about allowing the cigar to shine and something that kind of plays a really great second note than, like you mentioned, the perfect compliment. I happen to like the 48 ring gauge because it allows you more of the wrapper to engage the flavor uh, in it, of course, the construction, it's Davidoff. It's absolutely beautiful. It is into like the milk chocolate brown. There's actually more wrapper here that you can actually see and, and actually bits of seam that you can get to. It's not bothersome. It's beautiful. It feels, it's a nice bit of oily 
on, on the wrapper as well. The Chef's Edition for 2021 from Davidoff and Shai Goldberg, brand ambassador from Davidoff. I appreciate you taking the time. Now, this uh, MSRPs, you find this, and, and also we should note, depending on taxes of your state, it could be different. $42, $45 exactly. a stick. And if you buy the box, comes in a box of 10, it actually comes with a porcelain ashtray. That's the box with a wood top that actually acts as your coasters. It's quite fantastic. You'll see the photo over at Eat, Drink, Smoke Show. Uh, Shy Goldberg, brand ambassador for Davidoff. I appreciate you taking the time uh, to be with us. Uh, we're going to smoke this. We may ask you more questions. You never know. This right here is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. 60%. That's where cigar shipments are up for 2021. We told you it was a boom, baby. Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And because people missed it, and they hate to miss it, smoking the Chef's Edition 2021 for Davidoff. It is a 7 by 48 7 referring to 7 inches long. Tee-hee. And the 48 is the ring gauge, the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. Tee-hee. People love it when Fingers Malloy does that. Yeah, this is just out of control. Up 63.3% for the first six months of the year. This is going to Cigar Aficionado with 210 million cigars that were shipped. And we're talking about the United States market only. June numbers were up 29.3%. It is so interesting, Fingers, to see the trends that we thought would hold didn't and the trends that we knew would hold did. Which means, like going to Vegas, you just sometimes get lucky. But people stuck with this idea of, I have time, I have the money, because I'm not spending it on gas or other things because of COVID. I'm going to get into cigars. And they became, they went from one-a-week cigar smokers to four-times-a-week cigar smokers. And it hasn't, it hasn't let up. They are still doing it. Now, is this people have caught on to a, to a great hobby and they're learning it, they're really enjoying it? Or are they still afraid to go out and they just want to <laughs> sit on their, on their back deck and that's it? Uh, let's hope that it's the first explanation. Uh, you know, we when we went to the Premium Cigar Association trade show in Las Vegas, we, we talked about it with, with many people there that there seemed to be this excitement that we were experiencing this cigar boom. But there was always in the back of their minds, there was, you know, talk that, oh, gosh, is this is this going to last? Is this is this something that's it's, it's going to die off now that people are going out, going back to work, maybe not have as much time as they used to because they're they're not working from home anymore. A lot of people are actually having to go to the office. So far it seems like the trend is that this is this is holding. It was Honduras that had the most shipments up 33.3% to 7.6 million. Dominican was up 31% to 11.3 and Nicaraguan shipments up uh, 26% to 19.7. It, it makes perfect sense. Of course, we're going to see more cigars from Nicaragua because those areas are known more. Esteli, Jalapa, those areas. It's Honduras that is coming on crazy strong, and it has been for, for a while now. So when you see that jump of 33% to 7.6 million, they had the most opportunity to rise. And part of this comes from not the PCA, but the boutique cigar show that we went to in Martinsville, Indiana. Uh, the boutique opportunity that came because there were these order lags, right? The, the shipments, the issues with 
with uh, the, the the factories, and so the lounges. We well, we had to put something on the shelves. These people got the opportunity to put their stuff on on the shelves, and that's added to a lot of this crazy cool explosion. I'm a betting man, as you know, fingers away. You know, I, I love I love the Vegas. I don't. I don't. Well, I could tell you were a natural at the nickel poker machine. I sat with you. I did. We did quarter poker, not nickel poker. And did I win anything? No. Did you win anything? Yes. <laughs> did you or did you not just take a trip where you, where you hit the royal flush on the video poker? Yes. It was outstanding. First hour hits the royal flush. First ten minutes. Was that right? Yes. Some old woman is like, that man stole my money. Now she was playing Keno. I'm I, I I can't stand gambling. I I would I have always known that if I gamble, I'm really gonna like it. I'm gonna stick with it. And I think you may have seen just a little touch of that. Oddly enough, I can't stand gambling either. <laughs> you gotta keep doing it. What is wrong with me? But uh, as a betting man, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if it keeps up with this speed. But this is here to stay. And one of the interesting things is that the FDA which has been fiddling and messing with trying to change rules and treat cigars like cigarettes, they have held off on certain rules regarding premium cigars. And premium cigar refers to what you get at a cigar lounge. A non-premium cigar, something that might be machine-rolled, uh, something that you're getting at your local convenience store. There's a difference between those two things, the things that are on the back shelf there right. next to whatever else they, is, they have behind uh, the, the, the shelf. The premium cigar market. People have found that this is something they can enjoy. It's something they can be a part of. There's a, there's more than just the cigar at play and smoking the cigar. There's a world. There's a society. There's a feel. There's a, there's a connection. And that connection exists whether you're wearing a suit or whether you're wearing the Harley T-shirt. Then right now I'm wearing the suit and Fingers is wearing the Harley T-shirt. <laughs> that connection exists and, it, and it's real. It is the lifestyle that people got introduced to and they said, well, wait a second. I could be a part of this. Yeah. And what's exciting about this, too, and you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, because we've seen this in bourbon with local distilleries popping up, you know, all over the country. These boutique cigar makers, uh, the explosion of boutique cigars and, uh, you know, the demand that has gone up for these cigars. You hope that when the bubble bursts that most of these and it, from when you talk to cigar people, you know, they'll, they'll say, you know, oh, they will have these. Uh, these runs every ten years or so, where where cigars will yeah, I think it was J C. It, it was Drew Newman of J C. Newman Cigars. He actually said every about twenty five years. Oh, twenty five. There is a boom. There was a boom in the nineteen nineties, and now we're seeing uh, the boom here. The twenty twenty numbers: three hundred sixty one million cigars were shipped to the United States, wow. and they think that they're going to see that, if not greater numbers. For 2021? Yeah, but if there is a correction at some point, you hope that most of these boutique cigar makers will will survive because, as we've noticed, especially going to that uh, boutique cigar association trade show, just how uh, much good product is coming from these boutique cigar makers. As we all know, it can't be that way. Some people are not going to last, and it won't. Ju- it, you can't just say, "Oh, it'll be the small guy." It's going to be the undercapitalized guy. Yeah. It's going to be the guy who doesn't recognize that while this is great, you still have to manage expectations. And you can't ramp up production for something that hasn't happened. And you can't ramp up future production for what's happening right now. You still have to measure it out. You still have to 
play that game. And this is where a lot of people get really mistaken. I, 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 you can't do this, for example, in the world of bourbon. It still takes the years in the barrel in order to make it right. So you can plan for the future and you can plan for growth. But if there's a shortage, there's a shortage. If, if, if you can't get the product, you can't get the product. Because if you overplay the hand, you're left with a lot of bottles. You're left with a lot of stock. And if you're not moving that, that's, that's disaster. So we're dealing with really two things. The smaller guys being able to get enough of a foothold to make the concept of the operation viable. And then the larger guys not getting over their skis, thinking that it's nothing uh, but, you know, candy falling from the sky for the rest of time, because nothing lasts for the rest of time. Well, and the thing that we need to consider as we move toward the end of 2021 is we just have to hope that there are no supply issues going into the holiday season like we're seeing with other things, other segments of the economy. Speaking of the holiday season, you were checking out the L.A. Times about Christmas gifts and what they say? They said because of what's happening with cargo ships that you really should start Christmas shopping now. There are 60 to 70 full cargo ships in the ports in Los Angeles and Long Beach, which represents the ninth largest port combined in the world. They can't get in. The truckers aren't there to get them off uh, the, the, the ship. So things are backordered. They're backlogged. They're not getting out on time. Order Christmas gifts now. And, uh, and cigars would make a lovely Christmas and Hanukkah gift for fingers and myself. I'm just saying, we'd greatly uh, appreciate it. No, seriously, we would. Send now. This is Eat Drink Smoke. And Beyond Meat grows again. You cannot escape it. Steak, burgers, chops. I love the word chops. All going the way of the dodo. The answer is the fake stuff. Walmart, now giving you plant-based chicken tenders. Eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Get on over there. Check out all the reviews, everything we got going on. The Beyond Meat, Beyond Chicken, plant-based breaded tenders. 11 grams of plant protein per serving. No GMOs. Fingers Malloy, when will you be buying yours? Fingers Malloy, let me ask that again, just in case you didn't hear me the first time. When will you be getting yours? Fingers, you might be having a problem with your with your headphones. Okay. Let me, let me say it again. Fingers Malloy, the Beyond Chicken plant-based breaded tenders. Remember, they're breaded for your pleasure. Yes. When will you be getting yours? I will answer your question this way, Tony. For months. Years now, I have been imploring, begging you to get a grill. Yes, all right. But say, Tony, it's time. It's time for you to get a grill. And you keep saying, no, I, 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 got, I got to keep looking. Uh, I got to get the right one. I don't know what I'm going to get. There are Total 20 paralysis. Different, yes, analysis paralysis. If I think about it right now, I will wet myself. Don't bother, Tony. Don't bother getting a grill. This is taking over. It's taking over. In three years, there won't be any real meat anymore. It's all going to be impossible meat. Impossible chicken, impossible pork. We, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Impossible steak. Just embrace the fact that you're going to be eating plant-based meat, and uh, you don't need a grill for that. Look. There you go. I, I Problem solved. I re- I, <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Problem created. I reject your premise. Reject your premise. Can I tell you, I did a London broil. 
in the cast iron. From Walmart? Was it, was it plant-based? It, 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 it was not. Uh, so, so two things happened. Uh, a, I, now I call them short ribs, but other people just call them beef ribs. So you can get like the huge kind of Flintstones, Brontosaurus kind of beef ribs, or you can get the, the, the smaller kind of beef ribs. We get the smaller ones, and we have a whole marinade we do with apple cider vinegar and honey and garlic. They, they soak for 48 hours, and we do them in the oven. 250, low and slow, four, four and a half hours. They're sensational. They're wonderful. They're perfect. But we came across some London broils on sale. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know. Maybe it was about to go bad. I'm like, I'll take it. It was falling down. And that's London Bridge. Oh. And I said, I don't know how do I want to prepare this, right? I've done it many, many times. So I looked something up and someone was like, well, just, just pour some wine on it for an hour and you're set. So I take the London broils, I poke them with a fork all over front and back. I find a bottle of American Pinot Noir. I had no Cabernet. American Pinot Noir. I pour the whole bottle in there. Well, I was a couple sips for myself. I pour the bottle in there. A half an hour later, you know, I turn it over. 20 minutes later, I turn it over, leave it there for another 20 minutes. On the cast iron skillet for six and a half minutes aside, it, it was wonderful. High heat? It was delicious. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got the pan hot. I got hot, then brought it down a, a, a touch. Um, I, I uh, put butter in the pan, not oil. I always do butter. It was sensational. It was perfect. It was terrific. And I'm here to tell you, there's nothing that Beyond Meat people can create, and God bless them. There's nothing that can, they can create that will be better than that. Just not possible. Because it's not so much the flavor, it is the texture. I need that. If I don't have the texture, I can't enjoy the thing. I, I disagree with you completely. Oh. Because last weekend, I had uh, some Beyond Steaks and some Boone's Farm. <laughs> and I poured the Boone's Farm into a pressure cooker. <laughs> and I cooked that steak, and then I threw it out. No, you're right. I, I, I don't... Uh, you know, I, this all goes back for me to the Impossible Whopper. And to me, and, and again, listen, if this is your thing, God bless you. That's, that's great. If, if you're into the plant-based meats, oh, yeah, I'm we're not, not criticizing, we're, we don't not mind judging, you doing it. Go, go nuts. Uh, but, but to me, so much of it was just based on the toppings. I mean, when you go to Burger King and you get a Whopper, I really don't notice much of a difference between the Impossible Whopper and the regular Whopper because of all the, the slop. And I and I I mean that in the best possible way because of all the toppings and condiments that they throw on a Whopper, that's what overwhelms. It's that and the and the flame broiled flavor is what catches you. Not the you're you're not you're not when you're biting into a Whopper, you're not thinking to yourself, "This is gourmet hamburger. This is the is this this is eighty twenty. This may not be <laughs> this may be ninety three seven. No, it, you're not doing that. You can't do ninety three seven meat. Can we put an end to this thing? Eighty twenty. Mm-hmm. 80-20. The 70-30 stuff is way too fatty. 93-7, there's no... Where are you going to get the flavor from? That So 93% beef, 7% fat, right? right? That's what that that is. So 80-20 is 80% beef, 20% fat. That's the flavor. That is the perfect, perfect, perfect number for me. Right. Right? 85-15, sure. But 80-20 is exactly where I'm at. 90... Do you really make... No, burgers? no. Uh, you see that a lot at Costco. Like, when you go to, to the, for their... You know the bulk meat that they'll have, like five, you know, ten pounds or whatever. Right. It, it a lot of times it'll be ninety three seven. I'm like, oh no. wow, what are you gonna? I, I understand some people are really health conscious and they they think, well, I, I leaner is better, but 
Where's the flavor? That's exactly it. Where is the flavor? For me, I can't do it. The people at Bud Light have answered a, a flavor dilemma because we've talked about how there are shtick things out there. Uh, KFC had a candle, then they had like the Yule Log, they'll make your house smell like fried chicken, which I tried to get and it was already sold out. Bud Light now offers the tailgate candle and it's made uh, by the people at Homesick and the tailgate candle will smell like lawn chairs. Gwyneth Paltrow? No, 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 that's, that's, that's goop. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. Look, if you want to Google <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow and candles, you can, but please only do it at work and on somebody else's computer. That's all I'm asking you to do. Gwyneth Paltrow, candles on someone else's computer. Maybe your kid's phone. I don't know. Who am I to say? The tailgate candle from Bud Light, which retails for $34. Good Lord. It, uh, it will smell like lawn chairs, hops, and fresh Jersey. New Jersey? No, no, no. <laughs> now, that would be better. <laughs> that would be better. Cotton or fresh laundry uh, smell. And then maybe a little bit of leather and, and cedar in there. Hops and lawn chairs? That's everything I'm trying to avoid. Right. <laughs> you, you, you tailgate once, once a week. At a ball game, if, if you're lucky. But then after the tailgate's over, what do you do? Shower? You take a shower. <laughs> you don't say to yourself, man, I could smell like this all week. This is, this is the sense I'm missing. <laughs> See, that's, that's the shtick stuff, which I don't like. And I get someone's going to buy it as a gift. I'm not, I'm not doing it. That is not the smell that I want. I can't remember, except for like, like Jewish holidays, when's the last time I lit a candle for anything? Do you like candles around yeah, the house? Yeah, I like I I do like candles and incense and stuff. It, it smells like what? Uh, you know, like it's fall season, so you know all the fall scents for candles, like pumpkin, spice? pumpkin spice, good for a candle, bad for coffee. That's you, all. You know what you need? Cinnamon. You need a little pumpkin spice my slippers from my pillow. All right, they're not pumpkin spice, but they are fantastic. Mypillow.com promo code Tony, they have been great to, to work with. And the My Slippers, which took two years to develop, uh, they're designed for all day indoor and outside wear. They're quality leather suede, exclusive three tier cushioning system. You've got the My Pillow fill, and I use the My Pillow. You've got the Impact Gel, the Comfort Memory Foam. They absorb impact, relieve pressure. Your feet are never going to feel the, the same. And you can get the moccasin or slip on style, variety of colors and sizes for a limited time. 50% off the My Slippers. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, enter promo code TONY, T-O-N-Y. And you're, while you're there, you can take advantage of the deep discounts on all the MyPillow products, the Giza Dream bed sheets, which I use, the MyPillow's mattress topper, the MyPillow towel sets. They are sensational, by the way. But you can only save 50% on the new My Slippers with promo code TONY, MySlippers.com. Promo code Tony. Smoke in the Chef's Edition 2021 from Davidoff. I'm a happy man. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. So when we got this cigar that we're doing today, which is the Chef's Edition 2021 from Davidoff, Shia Goldberg, who's the brand ambassador for Davidoff, said it pairs really well with an Añejo tequila. And we said... We don't do many tequilas on the show. Let's give it a go. I have never heard of it. I have never tried it. 
I am not the biggest tequila pro in the world, but the Ardenome Selection, 1146. We're going to do this. It's eat, drink, smoke, or eat the fine food. Drink the fine bourbon and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Actor and enthusiast Nick Omer joins us right now, who knows more about tequila than I do and hangs around where we all hang around, where we record the show often at Blend Bar Cigar, Blend Cigar Lounge here in Indianapolis. The Añejo tequilas, Nick, that's about aging. So Blancos, there are Spados, there's Añejos. And the difference is in the amount of aging that they get in the cask. Absolutely. Uh, All of your good tequilas should be judged on the Blanco. The Blanco is synonymous with the distillate, the white dog uh, that comes off the bourbon still that I'm sure you've experienced. Uh, Every Blanco gets put through its paces in a, a barrel. Uh, at least of, of one or two different varieties before it hits the Anejo. Um, Blanco turns into Repo, turns into Anejo, turns into Extra Anejo. So judge all your tequila off the Blanco. So we aren't doing the Blanco. We're doing the Anejo. Exactly. So I got nothing, to, right. nothing to judge it off of. So this is 41.3% alcohol, so 82.6 proof right here. And when we talk about tequila, just like we talk about bourbon, bourbon being the American drink, there are rules, there are laws to bourbon. It has to come from one of five regions, Nick, in Mexico in order to be tequila. Absolutely. Uh, oddly enough, the amount of agave uh, in, your, in your tequila can vary from 51% at the very lowest to 100%. But as long as it comes from the five regions, it can be called tequila. This is 100% Blue Weber agave. And when it's aged, it's aged in wine casks. Like, bourbon has to be in an oak cask. That's just the only way uh, that, that can be. Otherwise, it's not a bourbon. Here, you can, you can play around with it. So you have wine casks, actually a Cabernet Franc wine cask, aged 60% of the tequila for two years and 40% for three years. I, that's interesting. But you often see with blended uh, you know, bourbons and blended bourbons, you, you see this idea of of, you know, they've got a year here, a seven-year here, and a five-year here, and a nine-year here. As long as they label it to the lowest number of years, they can put an age statement on it. And you see that with a lot of tequilas. And you're, you're a fan, right, Nick? Absolutely. 100%. Big fan of the Arte Nam. Uh, a lot of uh, so-called aficionados will poo-poo uh, the blending process. They're purists. Uh, single malt scotches come to mind predominantly. But I believe there's just as fine of an art uh, blending spirits consistently to get the the same final product. Now, we called it Artenom. A-R-T-E-N-O-M. Selection de uh, 1146 Añejo. On the nose, Fingers Malloy, that's grape juice. It's almost got... I'm going to so insult people. Uh, growing up, Jewish as I did, the Manischewitz is kicking in. There you go. In a beautiful, I mean, you, you take in the, that nose, man. You sure. tell me, Nick, sure. what that's got. By the way, you've seen Nick in commercials everywhere, all across uh, the the country, independent films, whole series of things. It is. It's sweet. It's it's this. It is. It's grapey. There. It's it's a little bit of that, and a little bit of spicy butterscotch, vanilla, butterscotch. Oak. Now the oak, I, I get right there. There's a there's a there's a fair hint of that coming in on the back. Are you getting that a little bit of spice, or uh, on the nose? Yes. Not me. No. But again, yeah. You're just like all over that. Are you ready to do this? It could be the funyuns. <laughs> there's always funyuns. You ready to try this, fingers loin? I've been ready to try this all day. Here we are. This is the Ardenom Selection. 
I can't say that right. Uh, day 11 of uh, 46. I, and that should be done in Spanish, but I can't. So I'm not going to try. not going to try. He's taking the sip. This is a gorgeous amber, almost orange in color here as we're doing it. Uh, not so much on the viscosity, not really sticking to the glass. Fingers Malloy. Are, are you all right? I would have sworn this was more of an 11.45 <laughs> on the palate. But if you tell me it's 11.46, I'll go with it. What do you, what L- listen, first of all, uh, no sting on the tongue, uh, no burn going down. Very, very smooth. That, I can't believe I'm saying, is that grape kind of note is there along with some vanilla and for me just a little bit of spice but that may be the cigar playing with me i don't know but this this is really really good on the palate the nose is interesting because i absolutely get the grape and as i'm more doing the nose there's a little bit of 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 like a citrus going on all right here we go i'm taking a sip the artonome n-o-m artonome 1146 on yeho here we go he knows he's in he's doing the cancun chomp I don't think that's what it's called. Ooh. Right? There's nothing tequila about that. Exactly. Like, that's that's the crazy stuff. As, as te- Tequila is the fastest growing spirit in America because it hasn't had to deal with the, the tariff issues coming from, from, from Europe and, and, of course, some of the supply issues uh, out, of, uh, out of the U.S. for bourbon. So it's been growing huge. There... That is weird. There is a little touch of chocolate that sticks to, to the tongue right there. It's sweet, but it's not overly sweet. There is a heat that exists that spreads throughout uh, the, the, the chest, like almost like you would see the superhero taking the poison, like slowly spreading across. I don't know if it's my drink, but that is interesting. I want to see how this pairs with the cigar with the chef's edition from Davidoff. Okay, here's the other thing, too. I, I, I believe that I'm probably uh, in a segment of the population who kind of we've written off tequila because we had a bad experience in college and the kind of tequila we were drinking in college was not premium tequila. For sure. So For sure. this is completely making me re-examine what tequila is. This is this is very good and it, it pairs very well with the cigar. Do you move it to a cube? Yo, absolutely. Move anything to a cube just to see what happens. All right, I'm in. Tequila version is real. Uh, like you said, some most people had some sort of a bad experience in their <laughs> early days of drinking. Yes. Um, the the ironic thing about the tequila boom, it's kind of come full circle as far as us in the cigar industry goes because the old adage holds true in cigar pairing is that if it grows together, it goes together. Yeah. So we're accustomed to stereotypical pairings being uh, scotch, bourbon, uh, cognac, even if you want to get a little more old school. But they certainly don't grow this type of cigar tobacco in Scotland, in France, in Kentucky. Um, They grow it in the Caribbean. They grow it in the tropics. So it stands to reason that your tequilas with the agave, your rums, your coffee, all are going to pair very well with cigars because they grow together. Oh, that is easier on the big rock. It is. That is much easier on the big rock. Did it bring out a little bit more of the spice, though, for you? Because it did for me. Maybe a touch, but not. there's still that wonderfully chocolate undertone. That is an interesting, interesting play. Oh, I think I might be able to work with that. Now, Fingers Malloy, of course, the question is, is this in your liquor cabinet at $85 a bottle? Fingers Malloy 
Is it in your liquor it's, cabinet? Again, that's a splurge price for me. I don't think it is for me in the liquor Nick cabinet. Nick is not in his head yes like it's his job. But I'll <laughs> tell you what, if I come to Blend Bar Cigar and I'm looking for something different, I'm definitely gravitating to this because it's worth it. This is an interesting play, guys. I got to admit, it, it is working with the cigar. Absolutely lovely. The Artinome 1146. Nick Comer, I appreciate you taking the time. Good to see you, man. Thank you, sir. We got more Drink Smoke. Coffee is getting more expensive. Just like we're seeing so many things, we're seeing the inflationary push uh, causing problems, we're seeing the supply chains causing problems. Now it's affecting the drink I love. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz of that right there, America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Coffee futures have moved up and they are about, right now, about a buck 90. So don't hold me to the number, you know, based on, on, on the day. But they were about a buck a pound for years. So you're talking about double. When you go to a supermarket, Fingers Malloy, when's the last time you were in a supermarket? Two days ago. Do you buy you buy coffee there? Do you do you get it by the bag or do you go do the little cake cup? Uh, no, we we do the bag. Okay, and uh, grounds. You do a ground. Okay, yeah. so we do it. We, we, if we if it's their ground, we'll get a ground. We'll do whole bean. We're fine with that. What are you spending? What do you think you spend? And do do you have a specific brand? You know, you I, I'm not all that finicky because I put so much schmutz in it that it really doesn't matter. Look uh, at you with yeah. the schmutz reference. Uh, yeah. So, it, you know, one day it's Starbucks because it's on sale. The next day it could be Seattle's Best. Or I, the one I really like is uh, Pete's. Uh, okay. P-E-E-T. The, yeah. Major Dickinson. If I see that, uh, I was really big on that when we were doing K-Cups. But uh, Grounds. Uh, you know, I'll gravitate to that. And, you know, a small bag, that could be anywhere from six ninety nine to eight ninety nine a bag. Right. So I buy the things that are on sale. But because I do a morning radio show as well on 93.1 FM WIBC, I can't, that's in Indianapolis, I can't wake up to the super strong coffee. I just can't do it. I need to go mild. So there is from Kroger, their private select. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Kona, which is they consider a medium. That works for me. Uh, the Starbucks, which I, I don't buy at Starbucks, but the blonde mm-hmm. works for me. Just simple, easy, smooth kind of stuff. But when I'm doing that, I, I'm, I'm finding the stuff on sale. Four ninety nine, five ninety nine, six ninety nine. You're finding it for four nine. When Starbucks? I do, I buy every bag they have. <laughs> there are times where there are eleven bags of coffee going right into. The thing, and people are like, well, I came for that coffee. I'm like, well, too bad for you. (laughs) Oh, is that your kid? Are they crying? That's right. Your mom's just going to be wicked angry tomorrow, and I'm going to be happy. They're discussing here in this article from Fox Business that people spend $8 or more a bag for coffee. I sometimes see, like, for example, like midday, I could do like the Illy. Which is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful coffee. So the the Lavazza, some of those mm-hmm. bigger ones, I, I enjoy quite a bit. I don't want to spend that much for the bag. It's one of the reasons I don't go out for coffee often. Here, when we're smoking a cigar, doing a French press at Blend Cigar Lounge, oh, I love a French press. But I can't do too many of those because the, the difference between a French press and, and what you do with the drip is that the drip has the paper filter. It absorbs a lot of the oils. So the, it, the French press is a far more flavorful cup of coffee but it'll totally mess with your system if you do too much. Uh, I, you're so sensitive. I feel uh, bad I have a for flower. you. I feel bad for you. Hold me. See, this is the deal. I mean, I see you. We, I want to be the inside spoon. <laughs> we, we go uh, out to eat from Why time to time. Why don't you look in the eye anymore? <laughs> 
We go out to eat from time to time. You order a burger. You can't have the bun because the bread will tear you up. Now I'm hearing that the coffee uh, has to be a, a, a certain blend because it, you know you just can't you can't handle it. And see, this is, what you need to do is completely change your diet. Oh, is that right? Four meals a week at a gas station. You need to toughen that system up. Should we play? It's going to be boring. Is it? Yeah. Ah, I teased it. It's time to play America's favorite game, What Did Fingers Eat Today? As you know, Fingers Malloy has the worst diet in the history of the mankind. Of the mankind. That's the way I said it. I meant it. Unless, of course, he's on Atkins, which happens from time to time, and it's a special treat. Fingers Malloy will tell you what he ate today, and then you will ask the question, Fingers Malloy, how are you still alive? So, Fingers... What did you eat today? Well, I started off, uh, I, I had a, a rare weekday day off other than doing our job here today. So I started off with two cups of Starbucks Italian roast coffee in the morning. Oh, that's big stuff. Yeah, I love that. Uh, with a bagel with mixed berry cream cheese on it. Uh, it's got to be at least a half inch thick. Right. You, you got to know it's there. Uh, also like on, spackle. Yes. Also on the plate, I had uh, one double stuffed Oreo. And a bowl of Apple Jacks. Wait, let's, let's, let's stop. This is the healthy day for fingers. One double stuffed Oreo. How does that make the breakfast plate? How does the bagel with the mixed berry cream cheese? Are you, is, is it an Oreo for color? What are you trying to prove? It's, it's, it's a good pairing. Uh, <laughs> and there were, there were only three left. And I knew that if I ate any more than that, the, the two kids... If they didn't get at least one more double-stuffed Oreo, they would have been upset when they came home from school today. You could have had all three, and they wouldn't know the difference. I have a feeling they would have known a difference because they would have been like, where the hell are those Oreos? So, so you have the bagel. Yeah. There, what kind of bagel? By a plain bagel? Uh, just a plain bagel with the mixed berry. Normally, I like the everything bagel with cream cheese. Doesn't, but that doesn't go with the Oreo. Uh, not with the mixed berry. No. Cream cheese. Savage. That's, that's no good. Uh, and then for lunch... Uh, I oh, had, we forgot the bowl of Apple Jacks. Oh, Apple Jacks. Which is the healthy kind. <laughs> Lots of fiber, kids. It's true. Uh, and then for lunch, I had a, a turkey sandwich with mayonnaise and uh, Kraft American cheese uh, with macaroni salad and uh, sour cream and uh, onion potato chips. Right. With a, a Dr. Pepper. Is that right? Yes. So, again. Kind of lunch mom would make you. Right. At the house, yeah. <clears throat> so I, I, it's it's not. Is that it? That's it. So there's no uh, six trips to McDonald's. Uh, it's not raining glazed donuts today, uh, and there is no liter of diet Pepsi. So yeah, kind of boring. Right, yeah, sad trombone. Oh man, yeah. All I'm that sorry. hype. I, I tried to warn you. Fingers Malloy will ask the question anyway. How are you still alive? Uh, I got four hours of sleep last night. I feel fantastic. I didn't sleep for crap last night. I didn't. I I used to have massive problems sleeping. I, so as a kid and into adulthood, nightmares. Crazy, vivid, aggressive, wake you up in the middle of the night, nightmares. Like clowns stalking you or worse than that? So, okay, it's a true story. Oh, my gosh, it's a true story. I, as a kid, there used to be a show about weird phenomenons on TV, and they did an episode about human combustion. Do you know what human combustion is? Yes. People just explode. Spontaneous combustion, yeah. And for years, the front door of my house in Middletown, New Jersey, 
me going to the door and pushing, you know, the window next to the to the door and you know and pushing the little blinds aside and my babysitter pushing her face up to the window, boom. And that was my nightmare for about a decade. That's a true story. I have never told that story a day in my life. I don't know if my wife knows that story. Absolutely positively true. Brutal nightmares. Yeah, but last night I had a terrible time sleeping. Terrible time. I must have been feeling for you. Is my, that a crazy? My, yeah, my nightmare is usually uh, I go to a, a drive-through at McDonald's and, and find out it's closed, and then I, I wake up in a cold sweat, screaming. You and I are a little different. <laughs> just a, just a. <laughs> that's a true story, by the way. I, I, wow. If anyone can do some psychoanalysis, yeah. be sure to tweet us at Go Eat Drink Smoke. I would if someone wants to interpret my dream. <laughs> If you want to be a part of that, feel free. You know that's going to happen tonight, right? You know that's the dream I'm going to have because I brought it up. Oh, I suck. See, this is what happens when you share, guys. Don't share. And don't spend $8 a bag on coffee. All right, unless it's really good coffee. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media. On Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke. And Instagram, at Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast. I have no patience for people who don't know how to act on a plane. I don't care about your story. I don't care about what's going on. I don't care about what's going on with your mom or your kids or anything else. Act right on a plane. It's simple, basic stuff. Eat, drink, smoke. Tony Katz and Fingers Malloy right here. Instagram, Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast. Make sure you're following immediately. There was a person smoking inside the bathroom on an American Airlines flight, and so the whole plane got diverted. There's not enough jail time for somebody who does this. I'm a cigar smoker. I'd love to smoke a cigar on a plane. I can't. You can't smoke a cigarette on a plane. You're not special. If you're Jones in that bad, drive. I, I, I hate these people. <laughs> the people who start fights, the people who think that they're important on an airplane, I, I don't hate. I hate these people. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten on a plane only to find out you can't smoke on a plane. Is this new? What? You can't, you can't smoke on a plane? Yes. Do you know why? What? Pan Am no longer exists. Oh. And it's not 1974. I, I mean, seriously. How many times do you have to go through the announcement at the beginning? Oh, by the way, there's no smoking on the plane. Do not disable the smoke detector in the lavatory. Or da, da, da. How many times have you heard that? We should be clear. I'm in favor of being allowed to smoke on a plane. I believe you should have smoking and non-smoking flights on a plane. I am not in favor of the rules say you can't smoke on a plane. It's not your plane. Go get yourself a private plane. Wait, can you smoke on a private plane? I don't know. But get yourself a private plane and do that. Don't mess with me on a plane. I should not only have... It's not that I should have the right to sue you. I want you to do hard labor in a North Korean prison camp. This is a great gig. And I'm not mocking North Korean prison camps. This is a great gig, but there have been plenty of times over the years where we've had to travel to do radio, and we were on a tight schedule. Can you imagine being on a plane, and you have a very important interview you're scheduled to conduct, or you have something where you've got a hard deadline, and your plane is diverted because some jerk is jonesing for a cigar, and they can't make it two hours. They have to go into the, 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 the lavatory to light up. I would be livid. But you're now into a place where I disagree with you. I do not 
feel for people who schedule things on days that they're flying. You fly in early. Gotta, you, things will go wrong, and you got to plan for that. So I do. I'm, I'm, I, the idea of scheduling your connection like 32 minutes... You're not, you're not going to make the connection. What's wrong with you? Yeah, but there are plenty of times where you've got the trip planned already and then something drops in your lap and you're like, oh my goodness, my plane lands at noon and something's going to happen at four o'clock. I, yes, I should be able to make that. Oh, but you know what? Frank decided that he needed to light up in a, in a lavatory in the plane, so we're going to turn the whole plane around because this selfish cleaning it up. Uh, has to turn. He has to has to smoke a cigarette. I'm not condoning the selfishness. I want that person. Did I mention the North Korean prison camp? Hard labor turned big rocks into little rocks, and then put the rock back together. Like that's that's the way I think it should happen. But don't schedule things uh, for the same day that you're traveling. Don't oh, come on. What are you a child? It's a plane. Everything is going to go wrong. So you just got to be prepared for that. What? Why aren't you an adult already? What's wrong with you, Fingers? I just said, things happen after you plan the trip. Oh, guess what? So-and-so is going to be there. You have an opportunity to talk. I'm not saying, listen, um, I need to go to work that night at 6 o'clock. I want my plane. I'll schedule it uh, to land at 4.30. That'll that'll give me plenty of time to get there. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this guy wrecked a lot of people's days. Think about the people that are I got oh, a three day weekend. They may not have been able to get on a plane, and and they have to wait the next day. And now they got a, a now two-day trip. now I'm with you. Yes, North Korean prison camp. <laughs> North Korean, but for the people who do smoke cigars, Case Elegance, great place to get your humidor. Fantastic humidors, travel humidors, everything that you need. They actually have some great travel humidors. I just got one. Go to CaseElegance.com and use coupon code EDS for Eat, Drink, Smoke. You're going to get free monogramming. So go and get your humidor from Case Elegance. Fingers Malloy has a Case Elegance humidor. Uh, whether you want, need to hold 50 sticks or 100 sticks or more, if you're buying good cigars, you need to protect those good cigars. Case Elegance is where you go. CaseElegance.com. Use promo code EDS, coupon code EDS for Eat, Drink, Smoke. You're going to get free monogramming on your humidor. Beautiful stuff. You are going to love it. I am not a big Starbucks guy. A lot of I like to do local. Uh, if, if I'm doing a chain, I prefer the coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. That's just who I am. There's a secret menu at Starbucks. I didn't know there was a secret menu at, at, at Starbucks. They, I mean, this comes from the people at eatthis.com. They could do this list every single year for all I know. But they have a secret menu. Like, In-N-Out Burger has a secret menu. And at the top of the list, the secret menu is called Pink Drink. Have you ever heard of Pink Drink? Look at me. What? No. No. I've never heard of pink drink. What's pink drink? Fruit juice concentrates, coconut milk, and freeze-dried strawberries. That sounds way too healthy. It sounds way too healthy? Yeah. I guarantee it's, you it has 400 trillion calories. But it has, it has coconut milk and, and fruit that's not baked in a hostess pie. That sounds too healthy. No, it doesn't. <laughs> then they have the Dirty Chai Latte. And that is milk. Uh, it's a chai latte, which is milk, water, and chai tea concentrate. And then a shot or two of espresso. I could see that. I could see that. I do like, more and more I like iced coffee, but an Americano I do as an, as an iced coffee. That, that works for me. A dragon frappuccino for the people in Alabama, Nevada, and Oklahoma, where we are now heard on KRMG. 
in Tulsa and glad to have them on board. It is a green tea frappuccino, which I will never, ever order. And that's got a, they add vanilla bean powder, a swirl of syrup, some whipped cream, sprinkles, and a touch of coconut syrup. You know where that would look really good? In my trash can. <laughs> the Baby Yoda Frappuccino. Oh, made from 100% pure Baby Yodas. <laughs> Are those grass-fed Baby Yodas? That's the best kind. That's what adds to the marbling. Matcha green tea Frappuccino with whipped cream, caramel ribbon crunchies, and a caramel drizzle on top. Okay. Why is that a baby? Because it's green? That's just great. Why not just call it a this Kermit? Is what's, this is what's bad about these secret menu items. Can you imagine just waltzing up to a Starbucks and saying, give me the baby Yoda, and having the 17-year-old barista look at you like you're from Mars? I have no idea what you're talking Secret menu? What? Look, the only secret menu that's acceptable is the one at the Horseshoe in Las Vegas. Uh, I don't know if it's still uh, available, but they had the two ninety nine dollars sirloin steak meal that you could get in the coffee shop after 11 p.m., and it's delightful at 3 o'clock in the morning. Challenge accepted. <laughs> now, these aren't available in all states. Some states have them and some states don't. We'll have the list up on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash eatdrinksmoke. Birthday cake frappuccino. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 Fingers Malloy. Vanilla bean and hazelnut topped with whipped cream. Yes. Oh, I love hazelnut. Nutella is God's way of saying it's all going to be okay. Put that on your bagel. I, I Mixed berry cream cheese. I went down a YouTube rabbit hole of Gordon Ramsay responding to people doing cooking videos on TikTok. How funny is that? Oh, it's hilarious. But one person did a birthday cake Wellington. Y- yeah. So a beef Wellington is is tenderloin that's that's wrapped in a, in a phyllo dough is is basically the way it is. Or maybe maybe it's not a phyllo dough, but it's it is delicious when done right. Not easy, but done right. Yeah. And How uh, mad was he? Uh, there was a lot of. Uh, clean cursing and calling the person a donut, which may be the funniest thing ever. <laughs> no, you donut. You don't do that. It's a great so, insult. Uh, find these wherever uh, you are. The, the, the secret list, if you're going uh, to Starbucks. The Artanum. 11.46 on Yeho Tequila. $75, $80 a bottle. It's alright, man. It is not, it is, it is not your body shot tequila. It is a slow sip in tequila. Take your time with it. And the chef's edition from Davidoff. Working in the final third right now. This cigar, $45 a stick. Maybe rare in your humidor, but in your humidor. This is a very, very good smoke with the Ecuadorian wrapper. My thanks to Shia Goldberg, brand ambassador from Davidoff, and Nick Omer, actor uh, for the, the language of the tequila world. I really appreciate him. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Eat, drink, smoke.